What if we told you you could transform your life by changing how you spend 1% of your day? Would you make the change? Would it really make a difference? In today's podcast, Melanie and I are going to reveal what daily habit has truly impacted our lives. Welcome back to Parenting to Impress, your go-to podcast to learn practical ways to love God and love others and impress this on the hearts of your children. I am your host, Heidi Franz, and I am joined by my dear friend, Melanie Simpson, two moms who have made a lot of mistakes, but have found grace and truth along the way. So we've made some pretty big promises here. We have. That you can change your life with just 1% of your day. Transform your life. Okay. So what is it? What's the habit? The habit is having a daily quiet time, Mm -hmm. spending time reading God's word, praying, and reflecting on what you read. Okay. That has transformed my life. And I can also say it's transformed my life, but... It really in 15 minutes? That's my next question. Yeah. 1% of your day truly is 15 minutes. Okay. And I can say that is where I started, yeah. was 15 minutes of turning to some scripture that I wanted to read, praying over that using my prayer journal, which we'll talk about later in the podcast, and then really asking God throughout my day to explain to me and to help me put into play what I had read. Yeah. Yeah. And some, I mean, some people call that meditating on scripture. Mm -hmm. It's just that idea of carrying it around with you all day long. Exactly. You don't just leave it in your quiet time, but you let it do the work on your heart. Perfect. Here's another definition that I've used for quiet time. A quiet time is a moment set aside to be still and focus on God, who he is and who he desires us to be. Yeah. The being still part is hard. It is, especially when you have kiddos in your home. Whether they are itty bitty and they cry to get your needs or they're older and they're coming to you to get their needs met. And it's hard to be still when there's so much commotion happening in your home. Yeah. And even just aside from the people in your home, just the noise that we have in our lives now, the social media, email, Mm -hmm. phones. I mean, you have to be really intentional to turn those things off, to leave them in another room, whatever that looks like for you. Um, Just to get quiet, though. Yeah, Yeah. let God speak to you. But in that speaking is how God molds us into His image. And isn't that our goal? Yeah, for sure. I desire to be Christ-like. I mean, that's what a Christian is, Christ-like. And I desire that. And for that to happen, I've got to know who God is for me to be able to mirror it. Right. And that work, we call it sanctification. That's how God changes a believer and makes him more like Christ, her more like Christ. And it does require effort on our part. Mm -hmm. Um, we, We are not passive recipients in that part of the work. And so that's where we're talking about this 15 minutes, showing up, praying, reading scripture. And let me be clear, there's going to be some stuff that you are struggling with, you wrestle with. Um, it may not, not be clear right off the bat. That's okay. Um, but start small, right? That's And that's why I like the 15 minutes. Okay, so let's start right here. When? When do you have your quiet time? So I have to get up in the morning um, ahead of my people. Now, there have been seasons where I've done it at bedtime particularly when I had infants and I wasn't, none of us really were sleeping that much. Um, and that was okay. But now um, as, as they got a little bit older and had better sleep routines, even just 
getting up ahead of them by like 20, 30 minutes Mm -hmm. was enough time just to kind of set the day right for me. Mm -hmm. How about you? Yeah, the morning is what I found to be most helpful because it just sets the stage for the rest of my day. It gave me something to focus on. And for me, when I sit down in the evenings, I'm done. Mm. My brain has shut off and there is no more learning that's going to occur. So for me, it's morning as well. But the one thing, and, and I hear this a lot from moms that they say, no matter what time I get up, my kids get up when I get up. Yes. And so what do we do with that? And the one thing that I would say is find a consistent time whether that is in the mornings, whether that's during quiet time in the afternoon, nap time for your kiddos, whether it's in the evening, just find a consistent time that you can set aside and you make sure nothing will get in that way. Yeah. I was going to say, my sister, when her kids were um, younger, still napping, she had a chair she would set in the hallway um, and she just had her Bible basket. And while they were supposed to be sleeping, mm-hmm. <laughs> resting, um, that's when she had her quiet time. So she mm-hmm. could still monitor if she needed to put people back where they needed to be. But also um, she had a you know a solid 30 minutes at least where she could focus mm-hmm. and spend time with the Lord. And that worked. I love this quote from A.W. Tozer, how tragic that we in this dark day, which I think we can all agree we live in some really dark days, how tragic that we in this dark day have had our seeking done for us by our teachers. Hmm. What does that mean to you? So I think what's interesting is in Christian religion, we have the unique gift of God's word for every believer. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have it given to us, handed to us through any other person. We have access mm-hmm. individually, personally, and we don't have to go through a pastor, a priest, anything like that to meet with God. And that's a gift. And I don't think most mm-hmm. of us realize how yeah, precious sure. that is. With that said, it's our responsibility to show up and to read, and to study, and to listen, and to pray. And I, listen, I'm not knocking pastors and priests, don't don't get me wrong, but that that is the blessing of Christianity, is that we have access mm-hmm. to our Creator. Absolutely. And I think in reading that A.W. Tozer quote, I think we have gotten the idea as moms, we have believed the lies, I'll go that far, we have believed the lies as moms that we don't have time, God understands, and so as long as we have a Christian radio station on or we listen to a podcast or we listen to a sermon, that's our quiet time. And I can say that if that is the route you are going, you are missing out on so much. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not that those things are bad. Exactly. But that's not what, I'm going to say it, that's not what the abundant life is about. Right. I mean, when Jesus calls us to have life to the full, it's because he died for you personally mm-hmm. so that you could have a personal relationship mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is about you and God one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know we're probably going to get some emails about my statement about this, but I can say this wholeheartedly. God wants to meet with you. He has a message for you. 
in the mornings. He wants to meet with me. He doesn't want me to hear what he's told other people. He wants to talk directly to me. And I would say what a mistake it would be to not give God that opportunity to speak to me and show up. And I know that's very scary because it's this thing of, yeah, but what if I misunderstand? And there are fantastic resources out there to help you make sure that you are reading the scriptures correctly. And I do use those, but I use those as a side, as a guide, not as my direct source for God. Yeah. And I mean, I will just kind of add on to that. The Holy Spirit has been given to every believer. The Holy Spirit will meet you mm-hmm. in those difficult passages, mm-hmm. in those things that you might be wrestling with and are struggling for understanding. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you, just because you might not, quote unquote, get it the first go round, oh, yeah. doesn't mean that it won't stay with you. In fact, I would say those are often the passages that mean the most in the mm-hmm. long run because I'm just mulling them over and mulling mm-hmm. them over and wrestling with them and pulling them apart and trying to figure out mm-hmm. what they mean. And there is blessing in that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where God shows up. And so I guess my big <laughs> my big plea with everybody listening is just start. Mm-hmm. Just start. Okay, now, I know immediately you're going, but I need my sleep. I am exhausted. I cannot give up my sleep. So, Melanie, what are some options if you can't give up your sleep? What can you give up? Right. For the and remember, we're only talking one person of the day, fifteen minutes. So, what is something that you have found that you've been able to give up for what's best? Okay. Well, this is true confessions, and I okay. wasn't ready for this. Um, but I have found that I can easily, easily spend forty-five minutes on Instagram, just yeah. scrolling through Facebook. Same thing. Mm-hmm. TV shows. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have had seasons in pickup lines at schools, yes. waiting for kids to get out of school. I had at least 15 minutes there. Mm -hmm. So that was another time I would just have a Bible basket, carry it with me, Mm -hmm. plunk it in the car. And I had 15 minutes in the car line done. I love that. I love that. And yes, so much of our time is wasted. If we truly sit down and look at how we use every hour we're awake, I have a lot of wasted time. I run on, I I go on rabbit trails for sure and have to get back focused on what's important. It's also important for me as a mom to make sure that I'm not a martyr where I am doing everything for my family and I can't possibly take 15 minutes out of my day. And I am here to say that, and my husband will, my, I'm stealing a quote from my husband because he said, Heidi got to such a point in her life that she couldn't possibly not have a quiet time. I was trying to do all these things with absolute failure. And I realized it had to begin with spending time with God in his word in prayer. I will just also add, if I can, um, there is something to be said when we think about the sacrifice that Christ made for mm-hmm. us. And modeling our lives after Christ means that we too live sacrificially. Right. And so what we're talking about here is sacrificing 
15 minutes of, quote, your day, end quote, and asking God to meet you there. Oh, so true. And 15 minutes, 1% of our day. When, if I would have realized this as a very young mom, I would not have seen this as a sacrifice at all. I would have seen it as going to the well to fill my bucket. Yeah, I was going to say, it is a lifeline. Absolutely. And I didn't realize that. I just want to encourage the young moms because I we get it. We understand mm-hmm. it is such a lie that Satan feeds us that we can do it on our own. Right. We have the energy. We are capable people. Mm-hmm. We don't need um, to add anything else to our day. Mm-hmm. And I think that what we're really just trying to impress upon um, anybody listening is that this is one of those things that, yes, it takes 15 minutes, but the exponential mm-hmm. benefit. Absolutely. And I mean, I'm talking like physical energy too, mm-hmm. not just emotional and spiritual mm-hmm. strength, but I have had a physical boost, not all the time, but I have had a physical boost in my energy when I am drawing on what God has given me through that time in His Word. You know, there's a verse in Ephesians, I believe, that talks about how that we have the exact same strength that God, the same power that God used to raise Jesus from the dead, that exact same power. Um, I think that's quite a bit of power if we, <laughs> if we will plug into it. And so I know there's a lot of thoughts going in um, your heads right now as you listen to this. And we're going to post in the show notes a specific um, blog post that I wrote about what if um, my child has to go to the bathroom? Or what if um, I have guilt about this? And so we're going to post that. And I hope that that will give you some more ideas as you start working through this. But I think in just tying up this little section about the when, I think what Melanie and I are both trying to say is God has given all of us the same 24 hours in a day. The question is, how are we going to use those times? What are we going to spend our energy on? And what we are encouraging you to do for that transforming change is to start for 15 minutes. Okay, so the next part of this is where. Where are you going to go to have this quiet time? And I'm going to come out of the gate saying we can't really be very prescriptive in this because you know you best. You know the places in your house where you could maybe find a quiet spot, and you know the things that distract you. Absolutely. And I will just give you a few ideas that you may need to avoid. Here's one. In front of a TV, in front of the computer, in your laundry room or kitchen if you're surrounded by dirty clothes and and, and dirty dishes. Or it could be outside, there's too much distraction because there's cars going by. Whatever causes you not to be able to focus, you need to avoid. So some possible places to find a quiet spot would be your closet. Just give your spouse a heads up. I'm in here. I'm having my prayer time. Give me 15 minutes. Exactly. Um, I know I have to get up out of my bed every morning. Like I need to physically move to kind of wake my brain up, Mm -hmm. get my coffee. So I'm in the living room. But Heidi, I know you stay in bed. I do. I stay in bed because I can keep the door shut. And most of the time, my children will not bother me and I can stay focused on that. Okay. I want you to share about your grandma though. Okay. Another idea 
is to have your quiet time in the bathroom. And I know that sounds so bizarre, but that is what my grandma did. She kept her Bible in the bathroom because it was one of the very few places she could have some peace because um, she was a farm wife and there was continual amount of um, people coming to her home. And so that was the one place that she could go to read God's word and not be interrupted. That's precious to me though, that Mm -hmm. she, I mean, you know, she was dedicated to that time and made it work. So I think that's kind of the bottom line, wherever you can find a quiet time for those 15 minutes, make it work. Okay, Melanie, you have convinced me. I want to have a quiet time. Now, how do I do it? I think the first tip is start small. Mm -hmm. This is not meant to be overwhelming. It shouldn't feel overwhelming. It is easy to fall into that pit. Absolutely. Um, But Heidi and I are just encouraging you to start small. Open your Bible and decide, am I going to go at this alone? Like, I'm just going to read my Bible, or Mm -hmm. do I need some guidance? Absolutely. I think that's that's a great tip. And with that starting small, I would say it may be that 15 minutes is even too much for you. Maybe you need to start with five. There is nothing wrong with that. What we are saying is just start. Yeah. Okay. Here's a second tip. Think about your current situation. What are you struggling with? Is it that you're struggling with who you are? Are you struggling with... Um, understanding how to pray? Are you struggling with um, putting on the full armor of God? Those are a lot of times what guide what I am studying in my quiet time. Right. And again, you can use those tools, the Bible Gateway or um, Blue Letter Bible to help you find the verses that will focus your time and your reading on those topics. And Heidi and I are going to leave that up to you. Um, We would just ask you to do your research Make sure that the resources you choose are Bible-focused, are um, about God and His Word. They don't glorify the author. They don't glorify a topic. It's not a self-help book. It is meant to drive you back to Scripture. That's a great point. And if you are reading a book and it includes just a verse here and there, one, maybe two verses, I do not consider that a guide for being in the Word. A lot of times that's more of a self-help book. And so you just want to be very careful that is the study that you have chosen to do, is it going to help you grow in your understanding of the Bible? And we're going to continue this discussion on the um, Parenting to Impress Facebook um, page. It's a private group, so do be sure to um, join that. And then We will be looking at options that other people have found helpful, sharing those, talking about those. So that's a great resource as well. Absolutely. And then also, if you are a blog subscriber, a Parenting to Impress blog subscriber, you have access to three reading guides. One is from the Psalms and helps you look at the attributes of God. And then the other two are an Old and New Testament chronological read-through. It only focuses on the key chapters of the Bible, so you don't get bogged down in Leviticus. So those are a couple of the free resources available to you. And please do join us over on the Facebook group. It's great to have those other ideas and just support as Heidi and I are in this with you. We are in this journey with you to spend time with God every day. And we're just praying that you would begin to see just the fruit of that 15 minutes, that 1% as you give to God your full attention, your focus, your devotion, and see what he does with that time. Thank you for listening to the Parenting to Impress podcast. 
We invite you to visit abcjesuslovesme.com and parentingtoimpress.com. Check out the show notes and join the Parenting to Impress private Facebook group for more information about topics shared in this episode. Please subscribe, review, and share this episode with your friends.